ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 37 of HeBook SheBook. I'm Mike. And I'm Becca. And honestly, Dynamite being on a Saturday night really threw me off. I have no idea how I'm going to handle Crown Jewel being on a Thursday at noon. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah they, uh, their whole wrestling schedule has just been thrown off kilter. First, um, like baseball playoffs or something throws the dynamite to saturday which sure honestly like i had to go from tuesday to friday with no wrestling and i had no idea how to handle well, no, it it was crazy because you had friday night rampage still the same as scheduled yep and then dynamite the next day mm-hmm. for two hours it was just a weird um just change to the schedule that we're gonna have to get used to because dynamite is again on saturday next week and it's just it's it's rough and then to add on top of it of course crown jewel is ludicrously on a thursday at like noon yeah and we get it's like saudi arabia time but like god it's just a kick it's in the going balls. to be so tough we both work it's very hard to not have any spoilers throughout the day that's gonna be the rough that's the that's worst gonna be the part. hardest part most people work yeah okay and so these people are also on instagram or twitter mm-hmm and you're going to get spoiled, and it sucks yeah. because there's huge matches on I'm going to be on my lunch break at 1230, and then I'm going to be really annoyed for the rest of the day when I ruin something. Yeah, like when we see that Paul Heyman turned on Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar's oh. the new champion. Like, we're going to get like spoiled of that. the crown, the uh, King of the Ring tournament. Like yeah, I, when Xavier I, Woods I, loses clean oh. <laughs> <laughs> to Finn Balor. Uh, at Crown Jewel. But listen, we, we're going to talk about Crown Jewel. We're going to have a whole, basically, podcast about Crown Jewel uh, on this podcast. But first, we do want to talk about AEW because we had some really good matches um, and some really big moments. And we'll start with the fact that Minoru Suzuki is just on this rampage, wrestling everywhere he can, anyone he can. I'm here in America. for it. I don't know how long he's staying here, but he wants to fight everyone. And he fought Brian Danielson uh, this past Friday night. Um, no, was it Friday or was it Saturday? The buy-in? Who knows anymore when it was? It <laughs> happened. It was great. It was on Rampage. It was on Rampage, sure. On like, was it the buy-in thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So because SmackDown had a half-hour overrun on com- with no commercials, Tony Khan was like, "Screw it, we're gonna do a buy-in for Rampage, and we're gonna run head-to-head with." SmackDown, but on YouTube. It was just an insane... It was a weird week in wrestling, and it was hard to keep up with what was going on where and what time, but doesn't matter. Brian Danielson and Minoru Suzuki put on a hell of a show. Yeah, they barely took any bumps, and they just kept on hitting each other. At one point, I literally thought Daniel Bryan was, like, out. Like, he got hit so hard and just went down, and everybody just, like, stopped for a second. Like, everybody held their breath, like, oh, shit, is he dead? Like, is he he okay? And, like, the crowd was nuts for it. Oh, yeah. The crowd was absolutely behind it. I don't think they sat down one time. No. And Brian Anielsen gets the win. Mm Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Like, for Minoru Suzuki, you are Minoru Suzuki. You will stay Minoru Suzuki. Yeah, murder grandpa's coming back for somebody else. Yeah, he'll be back. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Danielson gets the win. And, I mean, we had some other random stuff that's not as important on that uh, buy-in, but then we kicked off Rampage, going head-to-head now for the first time with SmackDown. A half hour, no commercials, on either one. On either, yeah, on either show there was no commercials. Punk versus Matt Seidel on the AEW side was fine. Yeah. 
But the Punk thing gets is, this win again. He's such a draw. Like people are gonna watch it because mm-hmm. they know CM Punk is opening the show. Yeah. And on the other side, you did have um, Becky versus Sasha, and then eventually Roman and Brock face off on SmackDown. But like CM Punk is a draw just by himself. Yeah, that was more that was more interesting to me than anything that was happening on SmackDown. And I'm a huge Becky Lynch fan. Yes. Of course. You know, I'm petrified of Brock Lesnar, so I do not care about that sign. Like, the signing was interesting. Of course, I was going to watch it. But if I had to choose between watching Punk or watching a contract signing on wrestling on WWE, I'm going to watch the Punk match. Yeah, and that's not surprising. And nobody should be surprised by that. And the whole, like, competition that's happening, and I get it. it it's finally, it is happening. Yeah. WWE has competition. It's finally a they competition. They are actually... at at least on the AEW side, they are really fighting. And WWE is fighting back. Yeah. And it's like, or whoever you want to say started at first, it doesn't matter. I don't care who started at first because I'm a wrestling fan. So So that's the point that I'm I'm getting at. I'm fine with this. Everybody wants to talk about ratings. Mm -hmm. Oh, did Rampage Half Hour beat the Half Hour? I don't care. Does not matter. Because guess who watched it all? All of it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter what time I watch it. Mm-mm. It doesn't matter what time anyone watches it. The ratings are just a silly thing to look at, honestly, because it's all just TV ratings. I don't watch most things live as they happen. Yeah, what are the ratings going to look like for fucking Crown Jewel at two at twelve noon? There's going to be nine people <laughs> watching it. Like, what about the people in the California? Well, so, like the you whole, know, like what is like, happening? This ratings war is just silly because most people get consume things differently than they used to yes. because we have dvr we have mm-hmm. streaming we have all these different things and we watched all of it who cares when yeah um and, and sometimes way, we like to go back and watch different things again like the, yes. or the same thing again we'll go back and rewatch a match or something it, it the ratings aren't worth it anymore who cares about the competition when you're a wrestling fan we are getting literally the best of both worlds like aew is killing it yes and wwe is trying. is trying, kind <laughs> of. Um, who knows where that's going to go. But, like, if if we didn't have this competition, we wouldn't be getting this Daniel Bryan versus Minoru Suzuki mm-hmm. streaming on YouTube for free while SmackDown's going on. Like, the competition is great. We yeah. love competition. I don't want to hear about ratings or, like, the, what, the, like, the new thing is, like, the Fast Nationals. Just this quick, inaccurate number for how many people watch certain segments. I don't care. I don't care about key demos. I just want to watch wrestling. Yeah. And, and we got we, some good wrestling out of AEW this week. We did. We also had Malachi Black versus Dante Martin. It was fantastic. Yeah, Leah Rush is here for some reason. He's like Dante Martin's manager, I guess. He was a manager, and then he's like, he's now Dante Martin's tag team partner. Ugh. Dante Martin seems very... What happened to Leah like, Rush being retired? He's back. It's so silly. Money talks, Leah Rush, cash the checks, all you can, bud. And he watched on as Malachi Black killed dante martin in a fantastic match yeah malachi black remains so good undefeated he's so damn good his entrance is so crazy and i mean that was not even really that's not even close to the biggest thing that happened for AEW because we also had the lucha brothers defend their triple a or as justin roberts liked to accurately pronounce the triple a tag team championships (laughs) it was just so annoying that he kept doing it um against the Las Superanas. Yeah, and he, everybody was like, who are these people? I've never seen these guys wrestle, but Andrade came out with them. So they were like, well, if Andrade says they're cool, they're, they must be cool. Like, 
it was very it random. Was ten seconds in, yeah, before CM Punk's like, "Do I have to say it? <laughs> Do I have to say who it is? It's FTR." Yeah. It was obviously FTR. They get unmasked midway through. Mm -hmm. So now you have a tag team championship match for the AAA championships. Lucha Brothers versus FTR. FTR hired by Andrade. Andrade yeah. like hired them from MJF, which I thought was cool, to take on the Lucha Brothers. Mm -hmm. So I like that little feud continuing there. And FTR wins. Yeah. They're the new AAA tag team champions. Say it the Spanish way. I know. I, okay. Triple A... <laughs> Triple A tag team <laughs> champions are now FTR. Good for them. Yeah. Just an awesome win. Add to their uh, collective championships on their um, on their mantle. But I mean, fantastic match, and they just deserve it. They have like they just need to get their just due for how great of a tag team they are. And you have the Young Bucks basically been running the tag division for a year. Lucha Brothers are fantastic to take the titles off them. FTR kind of gets left in the shuffle after. One of them, I don't know any... I don't know either one's name. Which one's Dash, which one's Dawson? That's Who literally... Knows? That's all that's going to ever happen with Which them. one's Dax Hardwood? Which one's Cash Wheeler? Who knows? Apparently, they're both named Dave or something. But, that's hilarious. <laughs> like, they're fantastic. Good for them winning the championships. We also had the Young Bucks and Adam Cole versus the Dark Order. That was fine. Super Click wins, obviously. Um, MJF with, like, a nice little dig at Darby. After Darby died last week, got attacked by who knows who? No. No. What do you mean? He got attacked by MJF. Well, we don't know that. Yes, we do. We know that. And even MJF was like, oh my god, Darby's, Darby was attacked last know. week? I had no idea. Exactly. He didn't know. How could he have? I. Mm. You think he watches Dynamite? <laughs> <laughs> you think he watches the product? Absolutely not. Like an uncultured swine? No. And, yeah, he calls out Darby. They're supposed to have a match. He knows Darby's not there. Sting eventually comes out, and then MJF runs. Um, MJF is just so fun. MJF literally threw Wardlow at Sting when yeah, Sting which is came out. Wardlow's big old yeah, dude. Yeah, that was hilarious. MJF he just, like, just threw, threw Wardlow right in front of him. Yeah, and Sting beat up Wardlow, and then that was it. That was the segment. And then we had uh, Adam Page with one of the better promos of the year. Yeah, it's nice to have this guy back. And he comes out, and Shivani's in the ring to introduce him. Crowd goes nuts. And eventually Adam Page is going to take the microphone and do his own thing. Mm -hmm. And he just goes on to... I mean, this is just going to be called the cowboy shit promo. Like, this is going to yeah. be a remembered promo, like a Dusty Rhodes hard time promo. It's, it's just so... The whole thing was just everything he does has been cowboy shit. Right, everything he will do is cowboy shit, and he knows that he didn't have it back when he needed to have it. Mm -hmm. Right, he did face Kenny Omega for the, for the AEW Championship, and he was going to be the first AEW Champion, and he didn't do it. He failed at it, and he at the top of his run, he was super hot, white hot. We talked about it on this podcast that like if this is the time to give the title to Hangman, you give it to him, and he went away. Mm -hmm. for two months on paternity leave and talked about how, you know, doing that is cowboy shit. And I agree. That's pretty, that's crazy to be at the top of your run. It's very similar to Becky Lynch being yeah. on top of the world. And as we found out like a couple weeks ago, planned pregnancy yeah. while you're the champ. And just to go away when you're on top and to choose to go away basically mm -hmm. is crazy than to come back and the fans still go nuts for you. Yeah. And Hangman Page is hot as hell right now. And I'm, I would honestly be stunned if they just don't pull the trigger at this point. 
I mean, he it's did. It's got to be at full gear. I think it's going to be. He did say that he's going to give us cowboy shit at full gear, and I think the way that the crowd reacted to that, AEW is smart. Yeah, they know. They it know has to be. It has yeah, to be now. They know the time is now. They know that what they know what needs to be done and what we we as fans are looking for, and they're going to give it to us. I, yeah, I think it's just, it's that time, because, like, the Kenny thing has almost, like, he's run out of guys, really. Yeah. It's like you're talking about doing, you can do the Danielson match and not include the championship. Yeah. It you don't need, need the, champi- the championship for guys like that. Like, we already said this about Punk. Like, Punk's not a champion, and he has the biggest draw on that card right now. Yes. Of, of course. And nobody's going to top him. There's nothing. No. No champion is going to, like, CM Punk is bigger than the title. Yeah. And he acts like it. And honestly, the way Kenny Omega, you know, is as a wrestler, the number one, literally ranked number one for years, he should be bigger than the title, too. Yeah, Kenny Omega doesn't need the AW Championship. I think right now, because Hangman Page is the only one that really hasn't established himself on, like, an international scale. Yeah. Right, like CM Punk, international superstar, Danielson, Kenny Omega, like, those guys, even Moxley, like, they've been the guy at some point in some promotion. Hangman Page has never been the guy in any promotion. Well, he's about to be. We'll see what happens at Full or Gear. Or any major, like, when meaningful is, when is ROH full gear? counting. Um, sometime in November. Uh, but we also, yeah, November 13th. So that's what I wanted to get to because we have, again, the World Title Eliminator Tournament, the winner of which will have a championship opportunity against whichever man is the champion at the time. The mm-hmm. same exact tournament. Uh, that Hangman and Kenny Omega had. That's like that was Hangman's big chance, right? So you'll have a one side of the bracket: Dustin Rhodes versus Brian Danielson, mm-hmm. and Lance Archer versus Ad, uh, Eddie Kingston. Mm-hmm. You would assume Daniel Bryan's Daniel Brian Danielson, whoever <laughs> his whoever he chooses to be that day. Yep, Brian Danielson is going to win on that side. He has to, right? Like I think you get probably, the only other person would be like Lance Archer. Apparently, neither of us can do nope. this. Lance Archer would be the only other person that I would see. But Daniel Bryan being on that side makes it makes me think that it's going to be Daniel Bryan. Well, Brian Danielson. Yes. And then on the other side, you have Dark Orders 10, Preston Vance, and John Moxley, mm-hmm. and Orange Cassidy and Powerhouse Hobbs. You would assume, looking at those names, John Moxley is the biggest name out of them. Right. And you can set up John Moxley versus Brian Danielson on full gear oh i, I would think, love that match i think you go ahead and do it yeah um, that would be a good one and there was like that photo that leaked of tony khan in his like yes. uh, video that he basically had the full gear card on it people zoomed in on the notebook mm-hmm. and it did say mox versus danielson so i'll take that as like honestly yeah. there i hope they don't change anything from that spoiler that was like, I hope that they don't just go, oh, no, 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 no. we got to change these matches now because this was accidentally leaked. It would be a very Vince McMahon move it to do. It would. But. That's why I'm like scared. Will scar- Tony I'm like, Khan just go the easy route and not swerve? He shouldn't. We've Because Vince will swerve just for the sake of swerving. Yes, we've said this before with him where it's like, just because it's predictable doesn't mean it's bad. And yes. like, just because we saw the the lineup, people are amped for it. Please don't change it. I would love, love to see John Moxley versus Brian Danielson. The issue I would then love becomes, that. 
who wins, and then who do you have, like, so if, say, Hangman, we give Hangman the championship, mm-hmm. right? Is he facing Danielson, or is he facing Moxley? Well, that's for them to figure out later. Because I think, I mean, you could absolutely have Brian Danielson be a heel, because he's done yes. it before he can get over as a heel. It'd be a fun, like, Brian Danielson versus Hangman. Mm-hmm. Um, to do it that way. There's there's a million possibilities. Listen, that is future Tony Khan's exactly, problem. Yeah. He can handle that then. I want him to leave full gear the way it is on that spoiler paper. There was already like or this or this or this on a few of those matches. So the, yeah, their minds true. aren't made up completely. Yeah. And we'll see where it goes. I mean, we have until November. It's still mid-October. Still yeah. So we have some time. We do not have much time, however, until Crown Jewel takes place. At noon, at noon on a Thursday. On a Thursday. <laughs> just days away. And we have the lineup pretty much in stone at this point. Yeah. Uh, other than um, the King of the Ring finals. Yes, we have one more Raw before Crown Jewel. But for the most part, we have all the matches from Raw lined up. We could probably guess who's going to win on Raw the rest of the Crown Jewel and or the rest of the King of the Ring tournament and the not Queen of the Ring tournament, we could probably, like, take a guess at who we think is going to be in that final. But we definitely know we have Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. And Paul Heyman, uh, on his Instagram today, released a video. And the video doesn't really matter. It's a promo. It's like four minutes, just a long thing to hype the pay-per-view. But the, the, um, what is it? the bottom the description what the caption caption whatever i'm not i don't do instagram <laughs> clearly as much uh but in that he did write a very long like he will go to crown jewel side by side with the wwe universal champion mm-hmm. and he will walk out with the universal champion that's interesting because i did not watch this it doesn't doesn't matter I you don't have to watch read it. it you don't have to watch it just read it and but that's just, funny for... It is such a little Easter egg kind of yes. like... He did not say that he's going to walk out with Roman Reigns. No. He's, he's going to walk, walk out, out with a champion. He's going to walk out with a champion. And this is funny because... Now, on SmackDown, let's go back a little bit. Sure. On SmackDown, we have Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar's contract signing for this match. And Roman doesn't read it hands it right to Paul and has Paul read it. And Paul goes, this is everything that you wanted is in there. And he's like, all right, cool. Signs it, hands it to Brock. Brock doesn't look at it at all and just signs it. Real John Cena move. Like he probably didn't sign on a line or Bro, anything. Bro, he signed the middle of the page. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> what WWE contracts are asinine. It's so silly. Yeah, as like long McAfee as was the... like, I don't think that's on a dot. Like the, yeah, McAfee no, was keeps not on calling line. out I love... all of the contractual nonsense that there is. Like, he's the one who called Pat out McAfee. Cena. And, like, yeah, he's just, like, Lesnar just signed the middle of the page. He didn't yeah. sign a, a line. But I've said it before. We need Pat McAfee, and that's it. But either way, he doesn't look at the contract. And Roman even, even says that. Like, he calls him out on it. He's like, oh, you didn't even look at the contract. Which means, you know, Roman probably had some crazy stipulation in there, and that's why Paul was, like... Which, like, wasn't even the case, apparently. Yeah. Because they didn't announce anything. No. But, you know, that's probably why Paul was, like, everything you wanted is in here. So he was, like, cool. And then he said, you didn't even look at that. And then Brock hits him with the, I looked at it this morning with my advocate, Paul Heyman. And then just gets up and, and leaves. Yeah. Just leaves. Yeah. 
And it's funny because when Paul puts this out there and says these things where it's like, I'm going in with the champion, Roman Reigns, doesn't say his name, I'm leaving with the champion, who's to say that's going to be Roman? It's, so I do think it'll be Roman. <laughs> I'm, I'm put that out there. I don't. Okay. So that's fun. I do think it will be Roman. Um, I don't know, man. I don't think Paul's I coming not, back to, or I don't think Brock's coming back to lose. I would not hate Brock winning. This is one of the first times that I'd be like, fine, give the title to Brock because Roman at 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 some point you're just you've run out of people to face. Yeah. Uh, but again, like if Brock Lesnar's not going to beat him, like, if Brock nobody... Lesnar's not going to beat Roman, who's going to beat Roman? I, I don't know. Drew. Drew is now on SmackDown. He's an option at least. He's a body that yeah. Roman hasn't really gone head to head with yet. Like there's options that they could build up, but again, that's WWE's issue is they're not building new stars. They yeah. just build one guy at a time. It's not enough. But I wouldn't be surprised if either one wins. Um, but I think, I mean, Paul Heyman is going to walk out with whichever one does. And I think that's hilarious. But like that, the contract signing was funny because they did make it seem like Brock was missing something. Yeah. Like they're going to announce like a thing. But then all, all I was thinking while that was happening, when Roman said, like, you didn't even look at it, Brock should have just been like, the fuck do I have to worry about? I'm Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yeah, right. What stipulation are you gonna put in this thing that is gonna make me upset? Well, I'm gonna thinking... make it a cage match. Oh, rats! No, I'm a I UFC was thinking World that champion. it was going, yeah, right? that it was going to end up being like Roman and the Usos versus Brock or some some stipulation and why would Brock like that. Give a shit? He's no, Brock no, Lesnar. He's already beat Roman and the Usos. Like, like it, this is the thing. Brock Lesnar is by far the scariest man on the planet as Earth. As Pat McAfee says, the alpha male of our species. Yeah, literally nobody can tell me otherwise. You cannot change my mind on that. I'm the guy sitting at the table drinking the coffee. Change my mind, you can't. He is the scariest man on the planet Earth. He is not scared of Roman Reigns. No, he's beaten Roman Reigns. Exactly, and I think he's going to again at Crown Jewel. I like that we have a different pick for this. Yeah, I mean, I just think there's nothing wrong with putting the title on Brock because I think face Brock is some, like face Brock and heel Roman is not a program we've done before. Yeah. It's completely new. Um, at least in, like, the way that Roman's supposed to be a heel and not just get booed because everybody hates him. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's perfectly fine to put the title on Brock. I wouldn't do it just because you've built so much with Roman so far that, like, I don't know, just got title so change, over it. A title change in Saudi Arabia. Kiss my ass. I just don't want anything. I think there's going to be a few of it's them. So, it, I know, but it's just it's so annoying. A, a Thursday pay-per-view mm-hmm. at noon. And you're going to have a title change. Like, remember when, like, you found out that Goldberg almost killed The Undertaker? Yes. Like, we got spoiled that in Saudi yes. Arabia. And, like, Shawn Michaels almost, like, basically killed himself. And that Triple H tore his pec. Oh, oh, like, don't so even talk about that. So many things that happened. Titus, uh, Titus World Slide. <laughs> that was <laughs> the, in Saudi Arabia? I think so. I think it was the greatest Royal Rumble in that Saudi Arabia. Was. Which, by the way, was won by Braun Strowman. Who is no longer here? Yeah. Um, you had, I think, the Seth Rollins and the Fiend Hell in a Cell match. That was the absolute most worst garbage match I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> um, like, just you've had so many crazy moments and not even great moments. Yeah. In Saudi Arabia. Random, even. Yes. Random, usually weird, random. memorable, but for the wrong way moments. Mm-hmm. And I'm ready to make a new moment because I want to crown a new king because we haven't had a King of the Ring tournament in a while. And we have one now, and we know most of it at this point. We know the final is going to be in Saudi Arabia. 
Okay, and we know that Finn Balor is in the one side of it, right? He's going to be in that match on the SmackDown side. On the other side, we find out soon whether that other, whether Finn Balor's opponent will be Jinder Mahal, the modern-day Maharaja, or Xavier Woods, who has been clamoring and hoping and praying for the opportunity just to be in the King of the Ring tournament and to be the new king. I have said this on the podcast. We've both said it. Please just do it. Like we said earlier, sometimes being predictable is fine. Just give the man what he wants. Listen, I will say it until I'm blue in the face. I want King Woods. That's all I want. Last week... I don't believe it's happening. Stop putting it in the universe. I know I don't want to, but I just don't believe it. You said that you think Finn's going to take this. We're going from Prince, the Demon King. We are making him. It's we're making him king. And then, even though Finn doesn't need that garbage gimmick, and Xavier Woods would by far be the best king. He would be the best king. Yes. In every way, shape, or form. But I have seen so many rumors. That Jinder Mahal is going to take this. And I will let you know that if Xavier Woods loses on Raw and doesn't even make it to the finals, I'm going to have a full breakdown. Like a full, full full-blown meltdown about that. Yeah, I mean, it's he, he wants it so bad. And he's been on and on. Like, I feel like Xavier Woods is a genuine reason why this King of the Ring tournament is happening. Yeah. Because he has made it a hashtag on Twitter. Mm-hmm. He has made it so important feeling. Because he, like, who ha- who has ever been like, man, I want to be King of the Ring so bad. None of them. In all. an era that, like, no, the King of the Ring hasn't mattered in 20 years. And it's like, randomly we've given it to Sheamus and Wade Barrett and Baron Corbin. Like, who wants this garbage title like, Except do people even Xavier like Woods. Baron Corbin? Uh, I, I like this new Corbin. We don't have to talk yeah, about it. Yeah, but this new Corbin isn't King Corbin. No, not anymore, because Shinsuke took his crown, and then we had Sad Corbin, now we have yes, Happy no, I, Corbin. I was here for all of that. I witnessed it. What I'm saying is, did people even like Baron Corbin when he became King Corbin? No. The King Corbin gimmick was garbage. Yeah. Baron Corbin was, like, cool by himself. He has such a cool moveset. I feel like he's underrated. I feel like I've never liked Baron that, Corbin, so I don't know. Like that gimmick held him back. Yeah. Uh, but I can say because this podcast is going to come out um, on a Tuesday because Raw is happening now. So Xavier Woods is in the finals. Xavier Woods has beaten Jinder Mahal. It is Finn Balor versus Xavier Woods. So we might be getting it, but I will not actually believe it until it happens. <sighs> I think now we're just going to get King Finn. Which is like, it's a shame because everybody loves Finn. I love Finn Balor. And like, I, if, if Xavier Woods was never even in this, I would be rooting for Finn. Out of everybody else that has been in this tournament, I would have wanted Finn to win. But the fact that Xavier's in this tournament, the fact that he's now in the finals, I, please, like, what do we have to do? I mean, like, they just, they have to get it trending on Twitter. It has to, like, I think... I mean, the crowd reaction has to be huge for them. Like, if we can... They can make this happen, right? It's just an easy choice to actually just go with it, make Xavier Woods your winner of the King of the Ring. I just feel like it'd be so shitty 
to know that you're bringing the King of the Ring back, mm-hmm. and this guy is the reason why people have been clamoring for it, mm-hmm. and then you put him in the tournament, mm-hmm. and then you have him win, and then you have him win again, and then you have him lose. At, like, if anything, he should have just lost in the first round if he was going to lose. Yes, because I agree Because you're with going that. to end up, by proxy, making Finn the heel here. Yeah. And I don't know if they want that. That would be fine. I'd be down for it. Yeah, but heel also, Finn's not bad. Like, That's the thing. Like, he, you, he heel, doesn't need Finn the, in general is great. The King gimmick, I feel like just he doesn't need it. And Mm-mm. I think it would hinder him more than anything else. Xavier Woods would make that gimmick thrive. Yeah. I agree with and that, too. And he'd make it, like, his life goal to make the King of the Ring Like, we were all like, annoyed by again. King Corbin. We would love King Woods. Yeah, like, I need him to be, like, insufferable. I need him to be just talking about how he's yes. the king. I need him to wear a crown and, a, like, a, I was going to say a cape, but that's not what King's <laughs> The wear. robe. He would do it all, and it would be perfect. Now, on the other end, we have the not Queen of the Ring, the Queen's Crown Tournament. Instead of just is... going with the easy one. It's so garbage that they went with Queen this, of the with Queen's Crown, and it's also garbage what they're doing with the Queen's Crown. This tournament is horseshit. It's garbage. Nobody cares. No. Roman Reigns' entrance was longer than all of the matches. Matches all like combined for the Queen of the Ring tournament. It's just absolute trash. And I'm assuming we get Shayna Baszler versus Alina Vega as your final. We know Alina like, Vega LOL. is in the final, but like. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Zelina what? Vega, who won no matches for, like, two years, basically. Mm-hmm. And then now, all of a sudden, just gets these weird wins. And, like, we're going to put her against Shayna Baszler, who, like, it seems like this whole tournament is made to just make her give her something. Listen, I want Shayna Baszler to win this. I'm just annoyed at the actual tournament itself. I know. It's just, it's, it could have been something really cool. Yeah. And you it could have been made something very special. It, we could have made a new star out of it. We could Dewdrop is also up against Shayna Baszler. We could have done something with Dewdrop. We could have yeah. we could have built something nice out of this. Tony Storm could have won this, or you know, had a nice showing. Something like they've made all these women look like shit because these there matches were are minutes. three minutes long. Like it was <laughs> crazy. Ridiculous. The amount of time that it took, we're back like, in like the diva era yes, of SmackDown. Yes, like I didn't even realize the match was happening before the match was over. Yeah, it was crazy how quick some of these matches happened. And even on SmackDown, when Zelina and Carmella went against each other for this, like in this last round, and I don't know, even that was just like quick and it was boring and like uh, Carmella goes to get her mask again and then she doesn't get it because Liv Morgan's there but Liv Morgan should also be in one of these spots but she was beat quickly too so now she's holding Carmella's mask and she calls it causes the distraction and Zelina beats Carmella with a roll-up in the semifinals this is so similar to when the like give the divas a chance yeah. thing was happening. Yeah. And, like, it's because, like, every single match, every single week that the divas had, it was just a roll-up victory. It was, like, a minute match and then a roll-up. And, like, the all the matches in the Queen of the Ring tournament have been this exact same way. And you have young superstars that could be something. Like, Tony Storm was very... Is something. Po- like, is, is something. She is she's something. Very Liv Morgan is something. Like, you have these... And even Carmella... Like, Carmella can go. Carmella is one of the most underrated superstars in WWE because she can actually put on pretty good matches. 
Mm. And she's she's a very good heel. <laughs> she's and, a great heel because like, I do not like her, and it's because of what she's doing, and that's what she's supposed to be doing. I'm not supposed to like her. Nobody's gonna look good in these matches. Like Shayna no. can kind of look good because she's gonna beat the piss out of you, mm-hmm. and that's why the match I is do quick. think Shayna and Dewdrop is going to be a good match because it is something that we haven't seen before. Dewdrop can stand her ground. She's not scared of Shayna Baszler. She's not going to just oh, scream. Could you imagine if they just give it to Dewdrop. Dewdrop versus Alina will be a trash match, but I also think Shayna versus Alina won't be good. No, I don't think Shayna and Zelina is going to be good at all, but if Shayna Baszler doesn't win this, I'm also going to be mad because I've been wanting her to win this before the tournament was even official. So I'll be annoyed at that, too. So WWE just really enjoys making me upset. <laughs> That's where I'm at in my life. Well, we also have Big E versus Drew McIntyre. That's official. Drew McIntyre. It's like one of those nice guy matches. Yeah. Both guys are good guys. They did like the Mega Powers handshake this past week on Raw. And I mean, we're yeah, we're just doing face versus face. It's Big E versus Drew. Drew's about to leave for SmackDown. So we would all assume that he will lose this match. Uh, I'm assuming he would lose this match. And honestly, I a little bit think that like the Usos are going to do something here because the Usos have just been around like on Raw and on SmackDown. They've just been around doing things. But like, this past week on Raw, it was the Usos, I'm sorry, not on, yeah, on Raw, the, it was the Usos versus Drew McIntyre and Big E. Yes. And, like, the Usos won. Like, I think the, I mean, they could be setting up, like, a Drew McIntyre-Roman feud by just having yes. the Usos with Drew. Yeah, which would be that fine. would make sense. At least, like, there's some continuity there. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's just, it's not, it's hard to get interest for a good guy versus a good guy. Yeah. Same way, it's like it's hard to gain interest for like a bad guy versus a bad guy. There has to be that like antithesis. There has to be one side and the other, and you don't have that. It'll be a good match. It's fine, but like it's just not gonna. It's not gonna get a big pop out of anybody. Who do you think's gonna win it? Big E. Oh yeah, you said that already. I do think Big E. I want Big E to win it. It just makes no yeah. sense for Drew to win because he's mm-hmm. going to SmackDown. Yeah. Like he, they're not gonna have both titles on SmackDown. Um, but it, I mean, it, it'd be a good way if you have a good match at least. Make both guys look strong. And Drew just leaves and goes and faces Roman. You said they're not going to have both titles on SmackDown. Meanwhile, I want Becky Lynch to win the SmackDown match and then pop over to Raw. So, with <laughs> both her titles. So Maybe. That would we be have fun. Becky versus Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks. And they did the Sasha versus Becky match mm-hmm. on Friday with the overrun, no commercials. And it was great. These two women have great chemistry. It's the first time we've seen them both in a while face each other probably i mean maybe since nxt well on raw a few days before we saw charlotte and becky versus bianca and sasha but it was weird because bianca and sasha had their own little feud going on and charlotte and becky had their own little feud going on and they were just like kind of attacking each other until sony and adam came out and restarted the match and then this ends in like literally two dqs like there was a dq end at the first match and then it got restarted and ends in a dq again and becky's the last one standing tall and then we have sasha and becky on smackdown and sasha's the last one standing tall and i know that i just said i want bex to win this take her smackdown title go over to raw go back to becky two belts in a perfect world that would be amazing i think sasha banks is gonna win this so do i i really do but i don't know if it's because she's my favorite like wrestler i think like in, like in the women's division, or if I feel like it's better story-wise. Like, I think Sasha Banks is the best, like, female superstar in WWE, to me. It's my opinion. Um, I 
And probably in any anywhere because I feel like it's, yeah. like, it's I feel like she's, we did this before on the podcast. Yeah, we've always put her at least in the top two. Because like I mean, she's just she's so good. She's so and, good. Like she does stand tall against Becky. Mm-hmm. Um, she wins like by like some weird roll up because Becky Bianca caused a distraction, and it's funny because when we were watching the tag match, where it was uh, they had all four of them: it was Charlotte and Sasha and Bianca and and um, Becky. The whole time, I was like, I miss Bailey. I know. I we did it the week before too. Like, it's I miss great Bailey, man. that Bianca is in is in the spotlight yes, because they have Bianca made a star is out of Bianca. she is a star. Yes. They didn't even need to make her a star. That woman is a star on her own. She's amazing. But you have three of the four horsewomen, and then you have the fourth horsewoman posting on it's at home Instagram. On like literally doing her training to get herself back into the ring and it's still going to be so many months out before we see it and this feud is happening now and she's missing it and it, and, and we feel that prediction mm-hmm. october 18th mm-hmm. bailey wins the royal rumble interesting i want bailey to come back win the royal rumble take back the title that she carried smackdown I love with royal rumble so much and I mean, I mean, it, it did. It made us miss Bailey, but like it, the match that is happening is Bianca and Sasha and Becky. And I do. I think. I don't know. I I would put the title on Sasha. I think that they're going to put the title on Sasha solely for the fact that Becky and Bianca were drafted to Raw. But then, oh God, then you have Sasha and Charlotte again. You're going to get Sasha and Charlotte regardless. Oh, wait, no, wait. Charlotte's the champion. Yeah, but she's drafted to SmackDown. Yeah, but Sasha's drafted to SmackDown, so they're not going to put both titles on SmackDown. So Bianca, it's either going to be Bianca or Becky, will win the championship, and it and if that's the case, I would just keep it on Becky. We do not we, know we, what's going to happen with Charlotte yeah. on the Raw before Crown Jewel. She could very easily set up a match for Crown Jewel. Good, could. I don't know if don't they would have gonna... that many women on the card because they already have a lot going on. And a lot of women on the card, but. She could also easily set something up same night. Open challenge match drops the title. It could be, the, be it could be the weekend after. It could you know Crown Jewel is happening on a Thursday. It could be the following Monday something big like that happens. Charlotte Flair does what Charlotte Flair wants to do. It's true. I see her carrying that title over for a minute. I don't. I don't know. That's a that's an interesting situation that they've painted themselves uh-huh. into. Uh, but before we talk to the biggest match to me on the card, I want to just hit on um, Mansoor vs. Ali is happening. So uh, Mansoor vs. Mustafa Ali was announced, but like not anywhere. Like basically Mustafa Ali was just like, hey guys, this match is happening too. Well, yeah, because Mansoor and Ali went against the Hurt Business. Yeah, they they lost. Yeah. And then Ali was tells Mansoor that he's a loser and he attacks him. And now this match is happening. I don't know who I want to win that match because I wanted them to stay together as a tag team. So... A few weeks ago on this podcast, I thought that Mansoor and Ali would win the tag titles in Saudi Arabia. Uh-huh. I thought the story just wrote itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead, we get them facing each other. Yeah. And Mustafa Ali uh, pointed out it's the first time two Muslim men will be facing off in a match on any Raw or any WWE like show. Mm-hmm. Period. So history being made there. I thought they'd just have them team together and win gold. Instead, they're going to fight each other. And I think. Because I feel like Mansoor had a big moment of some kind at a crown jewel before, um, or he had some kind of battle royal win. But I, th- I think he wins. I think Mansoor beats Mus- uh, Mustafa Ali, and that just 
you give Mansoor another moment. I like Mansoor yeah, a lot. I do. Out of the two, I think Mansoor's... He's got a lot I think of he's charisma. got more potential. Yeah. And I think it would be... And as great as Ali is, nothing against yes, him. Yes, no, like, I he's feel also like fantastic. There's something with Mansoor, I don't know what it is, yeah. but I feel like he's such an easy baby face. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. But it's weird that they're not going for the tag teams. And instead we have RK Bro and going against AJ Styles and Omos for the Raw tag teams. Again. Again. Yeah, sure. Like, we have that happening again. I have to pick RK-Bro. Yeah. I think that's I think that's the easy one. There was a, apparently a lot of talk about splitting up AJ Styles and Omos. They Good. decided not to do it. I Ugh. feel like they should have just pulled the trigger on it. They should have uh, split them up with instead, the draft. we're stuck with the same thing. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, this is the last time that we're going to, I guess, have this before the rosters switch over. Yeah. Uh, because the Street Profits go here now. Mm-hmm. And they're facing Team RK Bro on Raw sometime, but yeah, I just I feel like just keep the titles on Team RK Bro. There's no point in putting them back on AJ and Omos. I'd rather AJ do something, you know, because he's AJ Styles. I want AJ and Omos to go against each other, and then like like you know have their little fight. Then they have their little beef. They go against each other, and then Omos becomes something out of it. AJ Styles is, was, and always will be something. Give him something, even if if his job is just, hey, go make Omos a star. He Mm -hmm. can do it. He would do it with, he's already doing it. Exactly. He's already doing it. Give AJ Styles something to do other than just like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's, as much as I love to see AJ and Randy Orton in the ring together, because they are always so fun. So good. But yeah, I'm just, it's, we had the draft for a reason. Let's shake shit up. Yeah. And, And now we still have Goldberg versus Bobby Lashley. Oh my god, I, that's not even the match that I was no, talking it's about. Not. I, for, I, I know I what match you're talking about. <laughs> to even mention it. I was going to move on to uh-huh. the, at my main event uh-huh. of the evening. But no, we have Goldberg mm-hmm. avenging the death of Gageberg. <laughs> He's not dead. Well, Goldberg sure acts like he is. Yeah, it's a good point. Well, it doesn't matter. Bob He's Lashley. going to kill Bobby Lashley. Yes. He- so, so as it's been said publicly mm-hmm. by Goldberg, Bill, <laughs> Goldberg, comma, Bill. He's going to murder Bobby Lashley. Yes, this is a no-holds-barred match, and that gives him the right to kill Bobby Lashley. These are words that he said on television. Listen, neither one of us are adept and, um, I guess, up-to-date on Saudi Arabia murder laws, but maybe it is a thing that in (laughs) no-holds-barred matches in Saudi Arabia, you can kill each other. I don't know. I have Goldberg surely thinks though. Goldberg seems to really think he can kill Bobby Lashley. Yeah, and Bobby Lashley comes out whining about it. Why is Bobby Lashley always whining? Bobby needs to get like away. He's he's such like, like and, a and I, don't, I don't mean that like right I don't now. mean like go off TV. I mean like just, he needs to get away from this Goldberg shit. Yes. Bobby Lashley has been tremendous mm-hmm. over the last like year and a half. And he's like 45 years old having like the best run of his career. Mm-hmm. And He's just bogged down by this nonsense that is Goldberg and Gageberg. And, like, it's just, I don't I don't care. I pray to God that Bobby Lashley uh, wins. Yeah, and he said Goldberg he's, going is just to, done. he's going to end Goldberg's career. And cool. please Which do. is not a threat of murder. No. Maybe. Mm, could be. I mean, but who knows? At this point, Goldberg could do something himself and not be able to have the match. Look what happened his last run in Saudi Arabia. And yeah, he could knock himself clean out before the match even starts. You know? Wouldn't it, that be something? Ugh. But I do think Bobby Lashley is going to win this. I don't think they're going to give it to Goldberg. Oh, God, that would be so upsetting. I'd be genuinely, like, pissed. 
Just be done with Goldberg. Just be done with Goldberg. I don't. I don't think they'll ever be done with Goldberg. I think he's got maybe one more match left, and I'm just. I'm not. Yeah, but I'm that good. doesn't mean he needs to win this match. Yeah, like pay him for it. Like put in your two weeks' notice and just pay them the two weeks. <laughs> it's like, hey, instead of like, you know, we we wanted one more, but you know what? We're just gonna pay you and just just stay home. Just yeah, stay just home stay with Goldberg. Uh, but the main event to me uh, and to this podcast will be Edge versus Seth Rollins in a Hell in a Cell match. One of the first matches in a long time that actually deserves to be in a Hell in a Cell. It is the third of a trilogy. It is Seth Rollins has his one win. Edge has his one win. Seth has invaded Edge's home. Edge has not done the same to Seth Rollins. Um, except he came out and was really mad about it. Yeah. Uh, because Seth made it personal. And yes. he did say, like, I can go to your house and I can go hang out with Bex. Like, I, we could go do this. Like, whatever. And he... But he hasn't done that. But he did because make... Because he's grown and yes. he's not the old Edge I say he, he made a before. reference to when he did that to Cena and slapped John Cena's dad in the face. Yeah. And, like, bring that Edge back. Well, it's funny because Seth Rollins mentioned it on Twitter. They're like, you guys loved it when Edge did this. Why are you yeah. giving me shit? And I didn't even hit anybody. Like, all all Seth Rollins did was come in and drink orange juice and eat an apple, which is gross by itself, but I don't judge the man. Yeah, he put his feet on the kitchen table, and he then he laid the on art, the couch. The art was hideous by Edge's kids. And, yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, it was just, it was such a, this whole program has been so solid. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be sad that it's over, but it it needed finality. And the Hell in a Cell match is, the whole purpose is to be the final bit of a feud. Yeah. Not some random, like, oh, we're just going to do one tonight. Mm-hmm. Right? And I'm going to say, oh, that's a tough one to take. It's a tough one to pick. Because you have your reasons for choosing Edge. Mm-hmm. He's the younger guy. Um, he's the one that you're still building around. He's got, like, the franchise guy. No, Seth Rollins. You said Edge. I'm sorry, for Seth Rollins. I was just so confused. I was like, Edge is not the Edge younger is not, one here. Edge is not the young <laughs> one here. But for Edge, he's the legend. Mm-hmm. And he's gotten his one win over Seth. He really doesn't need the second one, but, like, are you building Edge to fight for a championship? Because now he's on Raw. Mm-hmm. So we're, we know we're... But, like, Seth is also going to be on Raw, so we're not splitting up completely. Is this the last match? Are we now going to be tag team champions together? Because that's what we do in WWE. It's so weird. That's so what they do. Like, I, I don't I don't know what the next step is. It's obviously hugely important. But, I mean, and like, we're not going to put Seth and Becky together. It would be such, it would be really cool to get a two-on-two. A Seth and Becky versus Beth and Edge. Yeah, that would be, would be just like a fun Facebook Live match. Remember when they used to do those? <laughs> Yeah, that, like, mixed match challenge. Yeah. That would be, Edge and Beth Phoenix in a mixed match challenge would be dope. They would win it, all of it. I think that'd be fun. But either either way, this match, I think it's it's time for Edge to take another break. I, I don't know. Seth doesn't have good track records of Hell in the Cell in Saudi Arabia. As I mentioned before, mm-hmm. absolute dumpster fire. But that's the thing. But you need redemption. Seth, you have a, You yes. don't have the nonsense that was as great as Bray was. The Fiend was really hard to build around because you have mm-hmm. the hocus pocus and like the trickery and the tomfoolery. Yeah. There's none of that here. Yeah. There's no red lighting. But also, Seth was in that match and he has since been very vocal about how shitty that match was. Yes. Very, very vocal. He about has. It. I, so I don't think that if they presented this match to him, that he would just kind of like 
be like, okay, I think he's going to have a say in it because he wants this redemption. So I do think that Seth would win this. I Even if Edge doesn't take time off, I don't think he's winning this. As Seth is the, he's still up and coming. He's the Seth. best of the best. And he's and to be the best, you have to beat the best. And he's going to beat the best in this situation. I want Seth to win as hard as it is as as shitty as it is to say yeah that's but the I, weirdest but, thing i've ever heard you say i know but like edge has done a great job he's done his job he can go take a break until rumble or whenever he wants to come back or or keep wrestling who knows i don't care but i love edge he's one of my favorite of all time i think seth as i've said before is probably the best in the world um he gets kind of it just sucks the way he gets booked. He just kind of has these weird periods of flux where, like, we don't really know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. But, but this Edge feud is one of the best things that's going in wrestling, period. And I think you just, I think Seth should win and move on to Big E. I think Big E needs a credible heel to face to really establish this run as your face champion. And I think Seth could be the guy to do that. That would be great. I think they would have tremendous trilogy with each yeah. other. Or, I'm not sorry, not trilogy, uh, tremendous chemistry with yeah. each other. The New Day and Seth Rollins have teamed up in the past. There's mm-hmm. already story there. It's 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 there if they need it. Yeah. And that's why I think you just give Seth this win and have him, you know. Or, I mean, either one can win. It doesn't hurt either one to lose. Yeah, this is another both one that, that falls guys. under where it doesn't matter if you lose. It's, it's still going to be a great match. They've been giving us nothing yeah. but good matches. Their whole storyline is amazing. The whole thing is going to be great. I, I hope, and I think that they're going to just give him that redemption at Crown Jewel. I think Crown Jewel won't let us down other than the spoilers that are just inevitable. We will have a bonus episode for that. I don't know when that's going to be because Crown Jewel being at noon <laughs> on a Thursday is really throwing me off and we're not even there yet. So hopefully we'll have that up by like Saturday and... Follow us everywhere to find out exactly when we'll have that up at HeBookSheBook. And don't forget to subscribe and listen every Monday wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening, guys.